Hey, faith family. Welcome to the Beyond Sunday podcast at Calvary Bible, where we go beyond the Sunday sermon to explore some rabbit holes and to bring some biblical truths to the surface. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Calvary Bible Church, welcome back to another episode of Beyond Sunday. It's been a couple of weeks, but we're back, back in action. And guess what, Randy? Welcome back. Thank no you. Jokes. No, I don't have a joke for you today. Yeah. But guess what I do have? Two of them. No. Oh, good. What do you I've have? I've got a special guest. Oh, good. Yeah, we have a special guest. Can our special guest come in and join us, please? Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Oh, right. my word. All right, Matt, that's hop up so here in the good. chair. Hey, Maddie. Hello. All right. How are you, dear? Good. How was vacation? It was good. Good. Tell All me, right. tell me you're, you're not here to tell a joke, are you? No, I am. You are yeah. here to yeah. tell a joke. Right, so speak into the microphone <laughs> oh, no. there and tell the faith family your <sighs> joke. Pastor Randy won't get it, so don't worry. Yeah, it's okay, dude. How does Darth How does Darth Vader like his toast? Uh, dark. You're, you're close. close. Burnt. Can I tell you? He likes it on the dark side. Ooh, on the dark side. That was very good. You tell them better than your dad. Thank so you. So good. You're welcome. I don't know about that. I do. I'm pretty sure of it. <laughs> All Thank right. Thank you, Maddie. You Special mm-hmm. guest. That's it, Maddie? Yeah. Okay. Have fun, dear. Oh. Thanks, Mad. There we go. That was good. <laughs> That was really good. I mean, she, if you got to do a joke to have a, a little girl like yeah, that, that's so precious. She has off school oh, and it uh, worked out. She told me that one the other day, and I thought, that's a pretty good one. That's excellent. That was funny. Um, so I don't have anything for you today. We'll leave good. Maddie's joke stand. Excellent. Cool. All right, but uh, we do have a sermon to get back into. Mm-hmm. Hardworking faith. It's beyond Sunday. It is beyond Sunday. Uh, it's a Tuesday again for us. So First Timothy 6 a relatively well-known passage, fight the good fight, keep the faith. Um, question for you to get started. Are you ready? I just I just came by. Uh, <laughs> I was coming back for an appointment from lunch and yeah. came by uh, Austin's dad's church. And yeah. on the sign, did you mm-hmm. see the sermon? No. The uh-uh. sermon title? No. It's like faith, faith in action or something like that. Yeah. I thought, well, great. They can... We're kind of doing the same thing. Yeah, That's it really is. Cool. It, it's so. Here's the question: We we believe that we're saved by grace through faith, right? Faith not works. Mm-hmm. But then you've got this balance that James kind of introduces: mm-hmm. faith without works is dead. So just the question: This is one that's been lingering around, and some people I've talked to have expressed like some questions about it. Like what? What's the balance and? Let me see if mm-hmm. I can go back a little bit in mm-hmm. your tenure here. Mm-hmm. You have used the phrase or terminology, something like this, don't try harder, believe more. Mm-hmm. Does that sound right? Or can you correct that for me? No, that's like that's we don't okay. want to yeah, we don't want to try harder, you know, just be good fundamentalists and just do our devotions and show up to church and go on a missions trip and tithe and yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. Those are obviously all good things, but we don't want to just try harder. We need to believe more. So just can you talk about that tension a little bit between believing more, but yet here's this hardworking faith series? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. The, um, the balancing act or the tension involved is between, you know, what does God do and what do we do? 
What does Christ do for us? How is his righteousness applied to us? And then what's our response? So the reason why we would say don't, don't just go try harder is because the default setting of the human heart is to do that, mm-hmm. just to go try harder, put in more effort. The effort itself is not the problem. It is uh, the effort without faith is the problem. So th- the way I talk about it is to say the scriptures are pretty clear on this. The just shall live by trying harder. Incorrect. That's not it. No. The just shall live by faith. So the, the, at least three times that that's mentioned, wherever it's mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, you have this, this foundational teaching that puts faith in Christ at the foundation of everything. So without faith, it's impossible. I mean, we could do a lot of proof texting. You and I yeah, talked yeah. about the value or the, the, or the lack, thereof. <laughs> lack thereof of proof texting. But. So we could talk a lot about that. So the balance, I think, is uh, I, I would rather talk in terms of what do you do first, Okay. So, for instance, you know, I'm trying to work through a particular sin. What do I do first? Mm-hmm. Do I just go ahead and try harder to, uh, to fight through temptation? Mm-hmm. Or do I first say to God, God, you're my father. Would you please help me with this? I'm struggling. I'm going to. I'm, I want to fight through this temptation. Would you please help me? Yeah. So I, I faith you know, first. That's what I often have talked about through the years, whether it's here or in my classes or so forth. Just say, look, let's talk about faith first application. So at the end of the sermon, the reason why we, one of the reasons why we do the power of the gospel is so that people can be confronted with. I actually do believe that Jesus died for my sins. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean? Well, in this text, what it means is, according to this text, I'm going to run away from certain things. I'm going to pursue six things. I'm mm-hmm. going to fight the good fight, I'm going to take hold of eternal life, and I'm going to keep the commandment. Yeah, I'm going to do those things, but I'm going to do those things on the foundation of my faith in Christ's ability to deliver me and save me. So that's kind of the way the balance works out in my mind theologically, but also the way it works out practically. There's a danger if I'm going to just try harder to be better as a Christian as opposed to Make sure that I bathe this all in prayer and in dependence on God as an act of faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I guess, yeah, that helps. Uh, faith first, we're, we're believing God and his word and what Christ has done for us, whether it's battling, battling a sin or thinking about our salvation. Um, there's a, the act of repent and confess— but there's also the believing in God, His Word, mm-hmm. what Christ has done. So uh, let, me, let me see if a picture would help. Mm-hmm. You use the word balance, and in this case, I think we're always striving for it, which, which is actually what happens. Have you ever tried to balance yourself? And I can't remember the, the name of the board. It was an old board. on a, Michelle would know. Uh, on a wooden, a round uh, piece of wood, like a, um, you know, the wood was seeming probably about this long. It had a groove in the middle. This is a round cylind- uh, cylindrical type of board, a piece of solid wood. Mm-hmm. The board goes on it, and you're supposed to balance on this. Yeah. So have you ever tried to balance on something with two feet? Just balance. I've tried. Okay, so do you know what happens while you're balancing? Is there ever a time when you're just, you know, you're just planted, 
No. Or is most of the time it's like you're always adjusting. Like there's a little bit of adjustment here. Oops, I got to adjust here. I got to adjust here. And you're yeah. almost always adjusting. My, yeah. And I'm balancing just like this. Yeah. Just like this. Oh, constant. And that's probably the way in which we all ought to be thinking about this connection between faith and works. Mm-hmm. It has to be faith or else the work is impossible, mm-hmm. first of all, right? Without faith, there is no desire or capacity to do the work. You could try to drum it up and mm-hmm. work harder at it, but then you're a moralist. Yeah. So we have to have faith because that's the connection that puts us in touch with the righteousness of God and the Holy Spirit and all that. Gotcha. So, yeah, just a little follow-up or uh-huh. to continue the thought in another direction, though, mm-hmm. would be how would you counsel someone who's might say to you, I'm tired. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. Spiritually, I'm just beat and mm-hmm. downtrodden, whatever. Like, I'm, I'm exhausted from the effort. I'm exhausted from yep. doing things. And I just... I can't, my faith's not working. It doesn't want to work anymore. So that person's at the place where they desperately need the one another in their life. So they they need the encouragement. They need the comforter. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, they do need the comforter with a capital C, but they need need a a one another. Mm -hmm. uh, That person with the gift of encouragement or exhortation to come alongside and to either cheer them up, give them comfort, give them some guidance or something. So I would say that that person that's, facing that type of spiritual fatigue is in desperate need of care mm-hmm. from a faith family member or more. Yeah. And that's better than, that's, that's really the best place to start. Anything, uh, anything that comes after that is going to be heard as just another thing to do. Mm-hmm. And they're already exhausted. Yeah. So, uh, at the, you know, maybe the best thing they can do in their fatigue is, uh, cry out to God regularly. But this is why, uh, so much of these texts involve, steadfastness mm-hmm. or perseverance or patient endurance and those type like it's in the list of six here pursue righteousness godliness faith love the next one is to pursue steadfastness you can imagine an exhausted person saying looking at the slide on sunday i can't sprint another step mm-hmm. well that's a person that's in danger yeah so unless they get some help from somebody else they're in trouble yeah. And there's nothing that I could say that would not seem like adding more things for them to do, and they're already exhausted. Mm-hmm. And that's a thought that just came to my mind this past week, just mm-hmm. as a cumulative kind of question with the series we're in, thinking, yeah. you know, the gifts and the steadfastness and mm-hmm. just, you know, the hardworking faith. Mm-hmm. And there's there's times, and I don't know, I'm sure there's ranges of it, you know, and I've been in and out of them myself where it's like you feel like you're getting tired and, you know, you just yeah. you need to, to take yeah. a step back for a season yeah. or, you know, yeah. think about, I don't know, focus yeah. on something or yeah. get some help, yeah. uh, reach out to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. And I was thinking about, you know, the way you just said it is one of the options. If, you, if, if I were counseling someone and they were in a season of fatigue because of the cumulative effect of life, then I would say to them, you're in a season of fatigue, and mm-hmm. that's, gonna, that, that's going to ease up as your circumstances ease up. That's one issue. Yeah. But the other person, it's possible, though, that they need someone else to say, 
have you pinpointed the reason why you're so fatigued? And it's possible that you're that way because of bad thinking and bad decision making. And it's time to make a serious change. Mm-hmm. I've heard, an, I heard a guy today tell me, actually today, he said, you know, it took me five weeks to recover. He said, I was on the brink of just a breakdown. And, I, and, I, and it took me five weeks for my body felt like, okay, I'm relaxing. Mm-hmm. You know, so people, yeah, are in, people are in different, you know, they're, they're fatigued for different reasons. Yeah, I would think, it's just my perception, but I would think a, a church like ours, Calvary Bible, would be prone to that to a point. Like have people who are just, they've been at it for a while yeah. or they're in a season. Yeah. And, and they're they, so committed. Yeah, and you know, they're the good... You know, let's yeah. just say Lancaster County person. I was yeah. like, let's just you know push through, push through it, get her done, yeah. and make it happen. Yeah, and good-hearted people. Yeah, desperately wanting to to cover all the things. You know, serve the Lord, be faithful at work, faithful with their family, and help out. You know, whoever. And mm-hmm. yep. yeah. yeah, yeah. So the hardworking faith. I mean, hey, um, I can tell you though. Let's since we're talking about the person that might be so spiritually fatigued that they're they're you know. They're just down. That's the person that really has to fight hard for faith, though. Mm-hmm. Because one of the things that we talked about on Sunday was, uh, you know that you're in a fight for faith when the discouragement hits, and you are discouraged to the point of despair. And fatigue can do that to anyone. It really skews it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, for sure. And you mentioned five I did. Uh, things. Yeah. I thought were really. Um, that's I think that's kind of when that thought came into my mind. Mm-hmm. The first thing you mentioned was someone who's fighting discouragement that's mm-hmm. taking you towards despair. Mm-hmm. So kind of having your radar up for that, if you notice despair might starting to be setting in. Uh, You're in the fight. Yeah. Yeah. Because get faith, ready. Yeah, faith is is going is going to be low. Uh, you you can't have extreme discouragement and great faith at the same time they're they're really attacking each other mm-hmm. so you hope that uh, that person that's that's feeling that type of discouragement once again you hope that the one and others are kicking in and that they've shared that with someone and they've got people praying for them mm-hmm. yeah and i think too that we should expect this uh you know i'm looking at that passage and we've got uh fight the good fight of faith mm-hmm. yeah um these you know i've i've run the race is that in this passage, or is that... It's um, not this one. No. But that, Second Timothy, I think. Like, these are these are to be expected um, in, in life, and so get ready for it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Just getting back to those five real quick, mm-hmm. sure. can I just ask, where did they come from? What was the thought behind that? Yeah, so... You didn't get a ton of time to really flesh them out, but no, I thought they were really I, helpful. I, I, I appreciate it. I did them. mention them twice in the story. Yes. I mentioned them in the middle of it when I thought they should be mentioned, but then I thought, you know, you at the end, I'd love mm-hmm. to re- remind people. So what happens, and I'm not great at this, um, as you know, I, but there are times when I just sit down and say, okay, how is this hitting me? Where, where are my fights? Mm. And can I read them real quick? Sure, I'd, yeah. Just in I, case I was, you forget I was them, or, them earlier, thinking, I uh, wonder if, if that'll come up today. And so, yeah, yeah, go ahead. So, good. Uh, five things that we fight: one, discouragement that's mm-hmm. taking you towards despair; mm-hmm. uh, destructive thought patterns; mm-hmm. dissatisfaction; complacency. And that complacency, I looked at my thesaurus last week. I could not find a D word. 
Oh. <laughs> I thought, you know what? I'm really close to being all D's. That's funny. I don't like alliteration much, but I thought, oh, maybe it'll work. Yeah, I, I actually did I notice didn't, didn't that it, it broke from the D thing. Yeah. So number four was complacency. Um, but then you do have a C in the last one, too. Lapses in confession. confession. Yeah. So, um, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll let you flesh that out a little more, break that. No, just, just that, you know, if you're trying hard to fight for faith, uh, you know, the, the combination in this text, run away from, run away from the material man, that person, and then run towards those six things, uh, including, uh, you know, um, godliness and righteousness and all that. But when you get to fight the good fight, those five things are possibly things that you might face. And so if you see these things in your world, then you know that that's the time when you must go to God and affirm your faith. Tell him that you believe him. Tell him that you're in trouble. But it's, it's, what I thought was helpful in the list for me, though, mm-hmm. was they are the times when I know that I'm in trouble. So, you know, there's a, there's a joke among uh, a lot of men. If I don't go to the doctor, I'm not sick. Yeah. Because they're not going to tell me, oh, my goodness, your blood pressure is up and your yeah. sugar is up and blah, right. blah, blah. They're not going to say that. that. So you're fine. Mm-hmm. If you don't go, you're fine. Well, everybody knows that's not true. Right. Right. So what, what happens to us, I think, is we, we get caught. We're not great at self-assessment, self-awareness. So I think that a lot of us go about our day and we're just nonchalant about the day. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, these things catch us. And now we're in despair, to use one of the terms, but it's, it, it doesn't have to be just that. It's just that we're in a trauma now as opposed to picking up on it a little bit earlier and saying, you know, uh, my, uh, my tire pressure light mm-hmm. has been on for a couple of days and I don't know why. Mm-hmm. My tire pressure light's coming on. Yeah. Okay, well, what do I do? Do I ignore that and then wait for that thing to go flat totally? Or do I say, hey, there's a warning light on. Let me tend to this now before it ruins a rim. Mm-hmm. So if that works for you, it works for me because it just happened a couple of days ago. So, um, but that's, I wonder how many of us go through, you know, after Sunday, we hear this stuff and then we go ahead and just live our life this week. If we could just be a little more, um, take a little bit more initiative with noting these warnings yeah. possibly and leading up to a crisis this is my uh two cents here one of the reasons i think we miss that warning light is because we're too preoccupied with other things there's not enough quiet and i've noticed this in my own That's life interesting where I fill empty spaces with yeah. things, yeah. something to think about, yeah. something to listen yeah. to, et cetera, yeah. whether it's a podcast yeah. or a YouTube or a, you know, yeah. social media or the internet or whatever, even just music on the radio. Yeah. We just fill empty space yeah. with some kind of noise, yeah. if you want to call it that, yeah. and then we don't actually hear yeah. whatever the problem is until yeah. it might be too late or suddenly we're in trauma yeah. mode. So. I spent, you know, I spent time on vacation and following vacation doing a lot of thinking. And it was interesting as I was thinking about my life and just trying to listen a little bit better. Yeah. I thought, man, I've got some problems. So, yeah. Maddie's jokes are one of them. (laughs) I I do fill my mind with jokes. One of the things about, one of the great things about reading the old Puritans, you know, and some folks have asked before about my reading habits and so forth. I said, you know, 
One of the reasons that I read them is because they were so into introspection. They really mm -hmm. were. They took uh, a close watch uh, on themselves and Mm -hmm. And so maybe they were neurotic about it. Maybe they were. Who it was a different day, too. Mm -hmm. But the bottom line is they were well aware of what was happening in their heart. And one of the things that made Jonathan Edwards such a great preacher is because he knew the human heart so well. And he knew the human heart so well because he paid attention to his own sinfulness. So mm -hmm. the better I do that, then I can come up with those five things pretty easily. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't always do it very well. But in this case, I thought, well, where's my own fight? Yeah. Yeah. So we turn to faith when we're fighting these things. Uh, and last question for you. Um, you've used the Ray Becker illustration. I did, yeah, a lot. Yeah. A number of times now. I really like it. It's, <laughs> it's right underneath me. It so is it's easy right to underneath remember. you. Um, but can you, I should have prepped you for this maybe ahead of time, but no, can not. you give uh, like a real life time and example for you when you had to. Uh, you had to turn to God in faith or stepped out yeah. in faith different, you know, obviously we step on that platform. Yeah, the move here was mm -hmm. by far one of the biggest. Yeah. So, and, and, you know, now that's almost 20 years. Mm -hmm. But that but that whole that whole time period for us, you know, uh, for a year and a half trying to think through, Lord, what's the next step for us? Is this the right thing? Are we doing the right thing? I mean... Mm -hmm. Should we do this? Uh, it, that was, uh, that was gut wrenching, spiritually mm -hmm. speaking, and there was no guarantee. It was a matter of Lord, I think this is the right thing to do. You know, some some people in my life speaking into my life, saying it, but just wrestling, thinking, Oh Lord, is this really going to work? Is this right? Am I doing it for the right reasons? You know, I talked to somebody not that long ago about motives. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, how do you know when your motives are right or wrong? We talked about this for several minutes and. So that would, be, that would be one where I really had to trust. And the reason why I like that illustration is because it does move from belief to trust. Remember, I can say I believe it, yeah. but I'm trusting it when I step on it. Mm -hmm. And so that's what biblical faith, biblical faith gets that far. Now, now, the other thing, I, I don't know how much, what else you have for us here, but... Nothing. So one of the things that I want to remind everyone about, so the Hardworking Faith series mm -hmm. is designed just to show the nature of saving faith. And you'll notice that in these scriptures, faith is very, very active. It has to be active. This coming Sunday, for instance, there are these conditions. We start into three sessions in the book of Hebrews, and what makes that book so powerful is that that book confronts its readers who are being tempted to turn away from faith, and now it challenges them with these famous conditions, you know, if you continue in this and so forth. Mm -hmm. So. Remember, the series is just designed to say, all of us say we believe, we come to church, we say we believe in Christ, let's make sure our faith is as active as these texts say it is. Remember, mm -hmm. so that you don't go down the slide uh, in our day that is saying, yes, you can believe, but there's no response. I mean, it, it's faith, but it doesn't do anything. Yeah. And we're fighting against that, uh, that um, trajectory. Yeah. Um, so I said I had nothing else, but I have something now else. You do. Yeah, yeah, I do now. Good. Um, so that your example that you gave of you know moving from Canada back down to the states here mm -hmm. um, was a step, uh, and that's a big that's a big life changing mm -hmm. decision. Yeah. 
Um, and so those only happen a handful of times in mm-hmm. your life, most likely yeah. anyway. Um, can you think of something just that's a little more ordinary that you're, you'd say, yeah, I have to exercise faith regularly with this? So um, out of the list of the, the things that we're supposed to pursue, mm-hmm. so righteousness is first. Yep. So we went through these so fast. So, for instance, if I said to you, are you pursuing right living according to the will of God today? And what mm-hmm. did that look like? Mm-hmm. Did you pursue that? That will involve not only things that you know you should do, but also avoiding things that you shouldn't do, the actual sins against God. But yeah. you're pursuing righteousness mm-hmm. today in the way in which you go about it. One of the things that had to happen to me, I had a very difficult phone conversation today, and, and, I, and I went to God m- numerous times prior to the call mm-hmm. and said, Lord, you know I really need you for this. I need you to guide my, my conversation so that I don't sound a certain mm-hmm. way, but I also don't want to get caught in this. So yeah. I was working with a, a very tight, sort of a tight window that I felt like was a proper window to walk through or to go through or a doorway to go through. So there's one example. Godliness would be the second one where today, did today display this awesome respect for God which results in my duty toward Him? So I, I'm going to end this day. You know, in a little while I'll end this day. And I, I do want to be able to look back and say, Lord, I, I did pretty well today as far as accomplishing the things that I think I needed to do to be faithful to mm-hmm. Calvary Bible Church as a shepherd here. Um, and then you can keep going. I, I'll leave the faith one out for a minute. So let's say today, although uh, thinking about that difficult phone call, I really have to believe that God was going to guide me through this. I had to believe that he would, and there had to be peace as a result of that. Love is the next one. Mm-hmm. So again, in two or three encounters this week, was I able to feel um affection, deep affection for these people yeah. that I, were, I was interacting with. Mm-hmm. And then, I, I mean, I could go on. So these, sure. are, these, would be, these would be these more everyday commonplace as opposed to the big decision to move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and one of the things I'm hearing out of that that I think hits everybody is recognizing our need for God as opposed to kind of the self-competence, yeah. uh, I can accomplish this, and, and being very mindless as far as God's concerned yeah. in my daily routines even, yeah. as opposed to being mindful about I need the Lord yeah. in, in yeah. this day in a lot of, in, throughout the whole day oh yeah. and, as opposed to just being mindless. So. Exactly, yeah, this, this idea of dependence, and I don't know how you do yeah. it. I have uh, three prayers that I repeat virtually every day, and I've done it forever. And those three prayers are aimed at my primary duties. Hmm. Uh, and so how, I don't know how you do it, but I think it's critical that there is that dependence. And that is an act of faith, saying, I, I need you. I'm depending on you. I can't do this, and uh, I don't know how this is going to go. Yeah, but, that's great. Prayer uh, prayer yeah. in itself is that an act of faith. You're crying out yeah. to a God that you believe is listening and yeah. capable of acting. Yeah. Um, awesome. Good. Uh, I don't have anything else. Hey. We could make fun of Ray and... So... We don't even need to. He no, made fun of himself. No, he does, but... So you <laughs> saw the podcast. I did. All right. So you're going to have to redo your intro. 
Yeah, I know. Apparently, that, it's, I don't know. What, I don't know which one. I forget. I saw it, but it was it Rabbit Trail or Rabbit Hole. Whatever it is, get yeah. the rabbit out of there. Yeah. I mean, and that was Rich's doing. You and Rich need to sit down and say, Rich, you're killing me. Yeah, man. Did you see his pop. face at times though? I did. Oh I my did. goodness! I was Michelle and I watched it during a meal and we just cried. We were dying. <laughs> we died laughing just watching these curly Larry and Mo go at it. And it was like, oh my word, I'm so good. I'm committed to getting a lock changed on this door. Keep those knuckleheads out of here. They have no business being in here with this fine, you know, artwork. Yeah. Of yeah, wood. Thank you. Goodness. All right. So. At least that you know what they did though they provided a podcast on a week that we didn't. <laughs> that was so good. So props to them on that. And they did a great. I love it when they do that. Yeah. I really expected to see Ray at church in the screen. I thought he said to me he said on Sunday night at the <laughs> gathering, you don't know how hard work that is though to get that done. How much hard work that takes. <laughs> oh my. Pretty All cool. right, that is. It's good stuff. It's All fun, right, so we times. we should be back next week. Hey. And then we'll see what happens when I'm in Mexico. We'll figure out a plan. But Maybe I'll get Ray to come in here and talk with you. That'd be great. A couple of bald guys. Oh, my word. That'd be <laughs> All super. Right. That's good. Uh, hey, well, listen, thanks for uh, joining the podcast. It seemed like a little bit of a long one today. But anyway, we appreciate you hanging in there. If you have any questions from week to week about the sermons, you can email them into podcast at cbcmj.com. We'll get them and digest them here on the podcast for you guys. So appreciate that. Love you all. And we'll see you when we see you. Thanks again for joining us on today's episode. And remember, our Sunday sermons are meant to lead us to a life of worship beyond Sunday.